Hello, 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 and welcome to Real Conversations. I hope all is well. I pray all is well. And if it is not, trust and believe that it can and it will get better. So, I have two other podcasts that I need to do. Well, actually, no. I have one more. That might be my late night read. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. Um, but yeah, this podcast that I, I, I'm doing right now was literally, literally impromptu, which is so weird. Because I was like, okay, I, I finished up my last podcast. I was finishing up some other things and answering some questions on my wisdom community. And um, I listened to, I was watching something earlier, uh, a video of, um, long story short, but I was watching a video and um, the song Walked Out of Heaven by Jagged Edge uh, had something to do with the video. So, you know, I believe in sign and synchronicities, right? So something said, do a love message, do like a, a love, um, a love reading and just pull some cards, right? When I tell you, when I tell you, and usually when I pull, I don't, I pull cards for myself, but this message, when I tell you is so on point. And as soon as I literally sat and shuffled the card, I only pulled six cards and they're all tarots and I haven't really pulled my tarot I haven't done tarot in a while um literally I, I kind of stay away from tarots because tarots is a lot heavier um I usually do my oracles I usually do my chakra because I'm, I'm all about aligning uh myself and staying balanced and you know prayer praying and meditating and you know staying in that space right but Lately, I've been feeling this heavy, and not a heavy energy, but, you know, I've been feeling something like tugging on me, and it's just like, ugh, kind of annoying, right? So I said, you know, let me do a love a, a love reading. And I haven't done a love reading in, a, when I tell you, a long time. I have not done one. And I did it today. And when I tell you I did past present and future I'm literally looking at the cards like damn so let me break it down I have swords now swords are always about betrayals right always about betrayals so I have a six of sword upright I have the Ten of Swords upright. Ten of Swords is like the ultimate betrayal. Like when I tell you when somebody literally has stuck daggers in you and literally left you for dead, that's the Ten of Swords. I have the Knight of Pentacles. I have the King of Cups. And then I have the Three of Swords in reverse. That's the only card that I got reversed. And then I got the page of wands. So I literally had to write notes because I was like, what? I said, what the? 
So let's break it down. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, 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 hold on. Oh, wow. So, 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 I had to pull my book for this one because I actually got, I didn't get the five of swords. I got the six of swords. So, let me pull that to the side. So, the six of swords talk about, now this is, follow me, y'all. This is past energy. So for my past energy, I got the Six of Swords and I got the Ten of Swords. So the Six of Swords talks about being stuck, lack of closure, avoidance, resistance, paralysis, and lingering. Now let me tell you, if you are one of my norm, my regular listeners, you know that I have always talked about, well not that I've always, but because I was in this very unhealthy and toxic situation with a narcissist, right? Those are all of the things that I was feeling in that relationship. I felt like I was stuck. I felt like I was paralyzed. You ever um, have sleep paralysis where you are actually like, your body is like sleeping or frozen and you can't move, but you, your eyes are open and you can see the room and you're looking around? That's what it felt like when I was with that narcissist. When I tell you the lack of closure, the avoidance, the resistance was heavy, okay, heavy. So this one, I, because I, I didn't pay attention to that card for whatever reason, but may have read it wrong but it says the at the six of swords, the fool bears great wounds and losses. When I tell you, the losses, the wounds that I sustained, the conflict in the five of swords proved to be very damaging. So let me break down the five of swords. So the five of swords, one, two, three, four, wait, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, so yeah, he's six. Okay, so this is six swords. So the five of swords talks about bullying. It's about deceit. It's about um, intimidation and an aggression. That's how the narcissist operates. They will bully you. They are a passive aggressive aggressor. They like to intimidate you. They like to instill fear in you. Yes. Because of their insecurities and because of who they are and because of all the things that they got going on, this is what they do to you when you are in a relationship with them. Situationship. Let me correct it because you're not in a relationship. And with the, the five of swords, it's all about the ego. Like they, it's all about conflict. 
Uh, everyone loses in this situation with a narcissist. Everyone. You, the narcissist, the children, everybody loses, right? And what happens is with the five of swords is that the narcissist, they are so consumed and obsessed with winning at all costs. They don't care who they hurt. They don't care who they damage in the process. And then what they don't realize is who really wins in the end? Do you really want to win so bad that you are winning at the expense of hurting your loved ones? Are you willing to lose your family for all the lies, for the cheating, for the deceit, for the infidelities, the manipulations, the games, all of that? This is what the Five of Swords talks about, right? Understanding that there's consequences for your actions. And then it says... You have to consider, you have to consider all of the things that you are doing in the process. If you have to build somebody up to, if you have to build, if you have to tear somebody else down to build yourself up, that's what it's like when you're with a narcissist, right? So the conflict in the five of swords proved to be very damaging. So she is left in search of relief. She finds safety in calmer waters through, though she could only bring the little she could salvage from the wreckage of her past. Go back and listen to the awakening part two. I clearly said that. I said I was willing to leave everything behind. When I say everything, I was willing to leave everything behind. And, you know, I ended up staying there for a few more months after that. And just some other things transpired. And I was just, I just wanted to go. You know, I, I was, I just wanted to be in a new space, a new environment. I was just at a point in my life where I just wanted to shed all of the old stuff, the negative memories, the be- just everything. I wanted to just be rid of it and done with it and move on. I just wanted my life back. I wanted my peace back. When I left, I literally, I took what I needed. I took what I needed, honestly. And when I tell you, I, I left the bed, I left I left so much stuff. I just left it there. I, the sheets, the blankets, the comfort, I just left it there. When I tell you, I left so much because when I, 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 I didn't even care. I just wanted to go. And that's what I did. And when I tell you, I'm going to move into the next set of cards because I'm telling you, my cards don't lie. I'm sitting here like, wow, this energy is powerful. And I'm telling you, I was hearing a song, Walked Out of Heaven. And by Jagged Edge, go back and listen to the song because I don't got time to go get into the song right now and the tarot. That's going to be a lot, right? So now, she may feel defeated. But she knows that she must move on and transition to a new period in her life. What did I just say? What did I say? Yeah, I was defeated momentarily. Momentarily. But I knew deep down inside that I really wasn't defeated. Some losses are not really a loss. Sometimes you have to be willing to lose everything. 
so that you could create space and open up for the new and abundant of blessings that's coming your way. I said that in my life. I've said that before. When I tell you, I was, when I say I knew, I had no choice. I, the narcissist left me no choice but to move forward with my life. There was nothing to look back to. Nothing. There was no reason to look back. Because once you see a narcissist for who they are, you can't unsee it. And that was not my life. That is not how I wanted to live my life. That is not the life that I wanted for my children. It says here, there's a chance to start anew now, but the journey may be difficult. When I tell you it was difficult, I look back and I don't know how I did it. But you know what? I had the faith, I had the courage, and I had the strength. I didn't know how, I didn't know when. But when I tell you, when I took that one little leap of faith, that mustard seed that God gave me, once he saw that I took that one step forward, it's like the floodgates just opened up. And I'm telling you, my life has not been the same since. I kid you not. Are you moving on from your past professional or romantic life? Do you feel sadness, vulnerability, failure, exhaustion, or all of these emotions? I always say, I always say, embrace every emotion. Feel every emotion, but don't stay there. Given the opportunity to start over, what would you want your future to look like? What mistakes can you avoid? When I tell you, when I tell you, I learned so much about him, about life, about myself, that I could make those mistakes again. Not in this lifetime. When I say God gave me an opportunity, he gave me a new life. When I tell you, when I say, trust me and believe me when I say, I have a completely different life. You would have never known that I went through what I went through if I didn't tell you. The wounds, the scars, the hurt, the pain, the shame, all of those things. You would never know that I've been through all of what I've been through if I didn't tell you. Learn from your emotions. Negative feelings like sadness, grief, (sighs) shame. I'm telling you, negative beliefs like sadness, grief, shame, failure, and loss gives us context to live a meaningful and fulfilling life. What did I just say? I'm telling you, my my cards today, I'm sitting here and I'm blown. Rather than trying to repress these emotions, accept them and then plan your movement away from them. What did I just say? What did I just say? Embrace everything that you're going through. The good, the bad. I'm telling you, 
but don't stay there because guess what it's gonna make sense go back and listen to my last podcast that i said the awakening the awakening part two listen to part one and part two i'm telling you don't stay there don't stay in that hurt don't stay in that shame that's because that's what they want They want you to be down. They want you to be hurt. They want you to walk around here crying and and, and, and miserable and and, and in that space of regret. No, those losses ain't really losses. You know why? Because if it was for you and if it was meant for you, you would have never lost it in the first place. What God has for you, no man, no woman, nobody. That's why you can't worry Sometimes God has to strip you of everything so he can give you what he know you rightfully deserves. What you really need and what you really want. I'm telling you. Oh my God. What? Don't let your past define you. Let go of your past self. It is Different from the one that you are nurturing and creating now. You can't make this up. Think instead about the person that you would like to be. Grieve and say goodbye to the aspects of yourself that no longer are aligned with your highest potential. I talk about this all the time. I talk about this all the time. And you know what's interesting? Before I get into my present, I came across a, um, a video on TikTok of this lady. And I'm telling you, she spoke. She, she was so on point. She said um, she said that she had married. She, she got married, right? And she knew that she wasn't supposed to marry this man. And when I tell you, she said that that man took her through so much. And she said she was praying and praying. And God was like, you already know. That you got to let that man go. You can't fix that man. You can't transform him. You can't change him. And you got to let him go. It's not your job to fix him. It's I have to be the one to transform him. Not you. And she said when she let go that man. And she she, she don't want to be with him. And she, But she said the, what he put her through. She knew. That she should not have married that man. And I've said this several times. I knew that I should have left that large narcissist. But for whatever reason, I was just stuck. I was paralyzed. And all the betrayal, all the lies, all the deceit, everything that that man put me through. <sighs> Let me get into the tennis wards. I'm going to just read from because I, I have my notes, but what? I don't even think, hold on, tennis wards, since I have it here next to me. So the tennis wards, it talks about breakdown. It talks about defeat, failure, ruin, relief, and closure. It says the following. 
we can see that she is coming to a painful end. She found herself in conflict and under stress. I'm telling you, that's all you're going to have when you are with a narcissist is conflict and stress. There's never a resolution. There's never any peace. There's never any calm. It's always something. Unable to harness the, the, the positive energy. When I tell you they suck their energy vampires, they suck the life out of you. They drain you in every way. Trust me, they drain you in ways that you never knew even existed. She found herself tempted, but she was left with paranoia and fear. When I say, when I say, when you, when you are, that's that pa- being paralyzed. Because you're like, what? I'm telling you, the narcissist became so bizarre that I was just standing and looking at him. And I'd just be like, what the hell? I was like, this is some supernatural something. I said, he needs an exorcism. Knowing that she had used... Okay, so her fears were finally confirmed, leaving her defeated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you, 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 at some point, you throw your hands up and you're like, okay, there's nothing I can do here. Enough is enough. I've done enough. I've given enough. I have nothing left to give. I cannot keep pouring from an empty cup. I can't keep pouring from something that I don't have. I don't have the space, the capacity, the strength. I don't have the energy to continue to, you know, just be in that. It's stressful. It says, has a problem that you have tried to outrun for so long finally caught up with you? And you see, here's the thing. And I said this before. I said the reason why I kind of was with the narcissist for so long is because we weren't really together. Believe it or not. Uh, you know, we, he basically had his own life and I basically had my own life. And, you know, we kind of intermingled with the kids and I was always busy doing what I needed to do for me, the kids, my family, you know, here, there, everywhere. And every now and then when he felt like being a part of the family, you know, when it was convenient for him, that's when he was about family. But then again, you know, if you go back to the awakening, you know, um, and I talked about this when we got when we had the pandemic, we were forced to sit And during the pandemic, I was forced to sit and see a lot of things. And that's when a lot of things started to become clear to me. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is not, this is not it. Have your worst fears been realized? I'm telling you, I realized so much during that time. And because he was never around It gave me a lot of space and time to figure some shit out, you know, which was good for me. What situations at home or work are coming to a head? Has hitting rock bottom given you a sense of relief? Go back and listen to to my spirit. I'm telling you, I talked about hitting rock bottom. I literally had to hit rock bottom. And I came to the realization That again, girl, it is time to go because he is not it. He is not your person. He is not for you or your children. Perhaps anxiety relents and you can now face your circumstances with certainty and a strange peace. Let me tell you something. Once 
you come to the realization and you start to see things for what they are and you take off the rose-colored glasses, right? And you make up in your mind and you're like, yeah, mm mm-hmm. It's time to exit. As you, you, you make, it's like a strange calm just comes over you. This peace that comes over you because you know deep down inside that you're making the right decision. And you don't care how, what happens. You don't care how it go down. You just say, I'm done. It's like that light bulb goes, goes off and you're like, I'm done. And you look up and you're like, yeah, I'm done. I don't give a fuck. That's how I was. I got silent. I wasn't arguing. I wasn't saying nothing. I wasn't asking questions. I didn't care if he came in, if he did. I mean, I did care because, you know, I, I didn't really want him to be there. But I, I, I did not. When I tell you I had no cares in the world, I had no fight in me. There was nothing to fight for. And I made up my mind that I was done. And I'm glad that I was done. I was defeated. I threw my hands up. I was like, this is, it's like fighting a war that you're never going to win. At some point, you got to wave the, the white flag and say, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm tapped out. Sorry, I'm tapped out. Uh, The next card that I have is the Nine of Pentacles. And so that was my past dealing with the narcissist. Now we're going to get to my present, right? Because this is a love reading. So the past, I went through all that conflict, all the hurt, the lies, the betrayal, the deceit, the backstabbing, everything. I came to my spiritual awakening. I came to my aha Jesus, come to Jesus moment. I had all of that, right? But now my present, my knight in shining armor has arrived. My knight, my knight of pentacles. This is talking about a person who is patient, who's responsible, who's honest, who's cautious, who's skilled, who takes care of home, who works hard. He's not, he's not, um, he's willing to put in the work little by little. He's studious. He has a clear idea of what he wants. And let me tell you, when I met my partner, right? And we started talking. This is, I'm, I'm dead serious. After like um, a few weeks, we start talking and, you know, we get to know each other and things is moving along and we vibing, right? He says to me, listen, I'm going to just let you know that I'm not here to play. I said, oh. I looked at him, like, what, what? He was like, yeah, you know, I've been down this road. I've been in relationships. I was married before, this, that, and the other. This time around, I'm not here to play. I said, oh, I got to put my big girl panties on because I'm dealing with a grown man. He knows what he wants. He has a clear idea. He's a bit stubborn at times. He's an earth sign, you know, so he's an earth sign like I am. You know, he like to, he's a man's man. He don't like to be told what to do. He like to just handle his business and he do what he do, how he do it. 
and I just leave. I let him be, right? But he, at times, he can be stubborn. He does things his own way, and I love him, love him to with everything in me. I let him be because I'm stubborn too. You know, I think it's this earth sign thing. You know, that's how we do. He's shy. He's he's somewhat. He's I wouldn't even say shy. He's more humble. And I say he's realistic. He's loyal. He too have been through struggles, and he knows what it is to sacrifice for his home. Oh, he don't play about his home. What one thing I love about this man, he don't play about his home. You see, whereas before in the past, and, I, and I'm not comparing because I don't like to compare and contrast because you can't compare where you don't compete, right? But in the past, this man could care less about home. He could, he could care less. But this man here, he don't play about his home. The Knight of Pentacles, they have learned along their journey and they understand that the discomfort and the things that they have been through and experienced along the journey is what is the motivation to keep them moving forward when I say this man is determined I t- you know let me tell you something when I say he makes it happen for me when I say I just this man makes it happen for me and a lot of the times I don't even ask I tell you, my partner knows me so well. He will literally. Things that I'm like, oh, I didn't even know I needed this. Like what? He takes care of home. I don't want or need for nothing. Whereas in past, when I tell you I struggled. I go back and listen to any struggle struggle when I tell you I was crippled with anxiety trying to figure out how I'm going to pay my bills how I'm going to feed my kids how I'm going to put gas in my car how I'm going to do this How I, when I say struggled shit the knight of pentacles they appreciate the journey and all of the life experiences. They value the lessons. And because of the lessons, they apply everything that they've learned in life. That is my partner. That is my knight of pentacles. Oh, but it gets better. He is my king of cups. King of cups talks about being wise, being compassionate, being diplomatic, being open, tolerant, calm. He's very calm. I tell you that he's humble. He don't yell. He don't get upset. Every now and then, you know, he's funky. He gets a little funky, you know. That's what they do. But when I tell you he's so wise and he's compassionate, he's so soft, He's firm, but gentle enough, excuse me, to talk to me and my daughters in a way where we're able to receive it. 
you know. And, and that's a beautiful thing when you can have a man who can be a man and be firm, but also still be compassionate, caring, wise, a teacher, loving. The king's life has not always been easy. It hasn't always been smooth sailing, but he's centered. Emotional balance. You see, before we were dealing with imbalance. Now we have somebody who's centered. When I tell you, when I tell you he's the man, he's the head of this household. And when I tell you, and I said this several times, when you have a man who is the head of the household, he not only leads by example, but he is the example. When I say the way he cares, not only for me, but for my my daughters, my granddaughter. And I'm not going to really put this out there, but we recently went to Puerto Rico, all of us. This was the first time that we, I was able to take all my kids and my granddaughter on a trip. We actually went for, we all needed a vacation. It was long overdue, but it was my granddaughter's birthday. We celebrated out in Puerto Rico. And, you know, my partner, he was the only man. And and when we got back, my oldest daughter doesn't live with me, so she doesn't really know him in that way, like living in the house with him, right? But my other daughters, you know, they know him. They, you know, we live together. We live together for, for a minute now. My granddaughter's always here, so she loves him. Like, she loves him. When we came back from the trip, my daughter sent me a text message thanking him for being so patient and being the example for my granddaughter. Now she sees and understands why my granddaughter loves him so much. That takes a special kind of man. He can be empathetic. His emotions are powerful. Now, granted, you know, he, like I said, is humble. Oh, but when I say he's a man's man, you know, it's that good and bad. Good and bad. He has it in him. But because he understands his role as a man, the head, the king, the knight, the king of this house, the knight in shining armor for all the women in this house, he is that. That is my present. When I tell you, God truly blessed me with him. I tell him this every day. I don't take a moment for granted. When I tell you I love that man from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet and everything in between, I love that man. I appreciate that man. I respect that man because he works hard for me, for this house, for my kids. When I tell you we don't want or need for nothing, he makes it happen. My cards, I'm sitting here and I'm like, wow. Wow. Let's go into three of swords in reverse. Three of swords in reverse. Now, this is the future. Now, we did past, we did present, now we're doing future. Three of Swords talks about forgiveness. 
It talks about reconciliation. It talks about compromise. It talks about healing. Understand, I will be healing for the rest of my life. My children will also be healing for the rest of their lives. That's just how it is. However, yeah, we suffered for a moment, but we are slowly recovering. And I, like I said, I see the love, the joy, the happiness within myself. When I tell you, what? When I tell the peace, the, all of the things that I experienced in the past, when I tell you, I get in this bed and I sleep like a baby. With the exceptions of the nights that I'm waking up in the middle of the night with these random spiritual moments or whatever. But other than that, I'm good. My children are good. They're at peace. They're happy. I haven't seen my kids this happy in so long. It's mind-blowing. The sorrow has not entirely ceased, which is true, because we had to basically move on. You know, we are never going to get... And and this is the, the okay. So the three of the three of swords also talks about forgiveness and reconciliation. The narcissist is never going to give us closure. The narcissist, because of narcissism, they would never admit to anything. They would never admit to any wrongdoing. They're always the victim, right? So they would they because they don't want to hold themselves accountable to anything. I'm not sitting around waiting for a sorry. I'm not sitting around waiting for an apology. We're not perfect. Yes, I have made some mistakes along the way, but the shit that he did to me, I never, I would have never, you know, and, and, and what he did to kids, I would never, and I'm not trying to weigh uh, what he did as opposed to what I did, like, that, that doesn't matter, but the, 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 the blatant disrespect, the blatant um, just if you understand narcissism, you know what I'm talking about. Some things are just you just can't. I forgave him for the because I know he has a mental illness, but um, and and I'm gonna be honest, I I don't want to have any type of dealings with him if I could help it. And, and if I have any dealings with him, it has to be to a minimum. I forgave him a long time ago. I moved on. I can't hold on to that. I, I can't hold on to that. You know, because I understand that the personality disorder uh, that he has, he can't help it. And the accountability that I took is that I knew he had some issues. I just didn't know how deep rooted it was. And I knew I should have left him. So I also contributed to my own pain and suffering by staying. When I knew that I clearly should have left him years ago. If that makes sense, right? So, uh... Sometimes you and the three of souls talk about having a hard time moving on from the heartbreak. Listen, that heartbreak on my half was necessary. Now, I don't know what kind of energy he's in or what he got going on over there, but I know he ain't crying himself at sleep. I know he's not crying himself, himself to sleep at night, missing me. Okay, because he got enough women to keep himself bit men women whatever i don't know he got enough to keep him occupied so that he don't have to miss me so i don't know what kind of energy he's in but you know this talks about stuck in self-pity maybe this is his energy i don't know i because I, you know narcissists they, they're delusional so I don't, I don't know um 
it talks about um, suffering or having a hard time moving on from the heartbreak, stuck stuck in self-pity. Well, it could be his energy because, you know, narcissists like to play the victim. You see, what was me? Oh, she left me. Oh, she did this. Or she did that. Blah, blah. You know, he's probably, I don't know. He's probably sitting somewhere drunk talking about me. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, um, God forgive me. I don't want to sound like I'm bashing him, but like when you understand narcissism, they play a lot of mind games. It's, I'm over it. Like I said, I just want him out of my energy. I want this out of my energy. And then it says, unable to see happy future ahead. Um, internalizing sadness and or harboring old wounds. Um, because you have to understand, you know, there is a sense of grief that comes along with it, right? So on my behalf, the grief, the grief that I experienced was the fact that I was with somebody for 20 years who 20 plus years who really didn't love me you know really didn't like me who you know really like manipulated me and I mean like you the conversations you know you know the crying and the buying the flowers and you know that's that love bombing stuff you know but it's not real it's not genuine it is all fake and when you come to the realization of that you're like oh my god like how could someone you know be like that because listen I'm a Taurus and I'm a lover at heart we're ruled by Venus if we don't like you we don't like you we don't want nothing to do with you we can't even fake liking you you, you know what I'm saying? So can you imagine just being with some that that that's the ultimate betrayal, you know, on top of the lies and the cheating and everything else? Like I said, I'm not perfect. You know, I, listen, I'll admit that I could accept my accountability. I'm not perfect. But to sit in a whole fake relationship, you know, you know, you try, you make excuses. You're like, oh, for the kids, I'm going to try to make it work. I want to try. You should know, listen, people fall in and out of love all the time. That is true. You know, people fall in and out of love all the time. But you make a conscious decision to say, okay, we're going to make it work. And if we're not going to make it work, you go your way. I go mine. It is what it is. You know, I wish you all the best. But that's not how it is with a narcissist. A narcissist don't want you. They don't want to be with you. But they'll still sleep with you. They'll still keep you there and have all the other stuff going on. And that's why it's so hurtful. And that's why it's so painful. Because they will literally look you in your face and cry and tell you how much they love you, how much they want you, how much they want to be with you. And it's all lies. It's just manipulation to keep you stuck. Right? So this is where that, you know, crying, the woe is me, the self-pity. And it says, what are you what are you holding on to? What is keeping what are you keeping locked inside? You know, are there any unspoken hurts, you know, feelings? What's festering? Uh, what is affecting the relationship? And it says, what wounds do you need to address? And then it also talks about anger. You know, um, you can't have or you can't come to a reconciliation if you are still holding on to anger. Because you know what happens when you're angry. You say things that hurt. You say things that you potentially don't mean. You say things that you potentially don't want to say. But once you say it, it's already said. And you know how words, words will hurt, they scar. The, listen, this I still can remember conversations and things that this man said to me. And I now understand what he was saying and how he was trying to hurt me. You see what I'm saying? Some things you just can't, that's why I said some things is just you just can't forgive. Because they are intentional. 
with hurting you. They want to hurt you. That's their goal is to hurt you. And they want to hurt you so bad that you will remember them for the rest of your life. They always want to be attached to you in some way because they know the damage that they have caused in your life. But it also says to leave the door open for communication, to be prepared to forgive, own up to your mistakes and your your hurtful words. That's acknowledging. But you see, again, I'm not sitting and waiting for no apology from the narcissist. I'm not. I'm not holding my breath at all. At all. Because at this point, would it even be sincere? Would it be real? Is it genuine? He lied to me all these other times. He faked all the other times. He, you know, so what makes this any different? Do, do, do you see what I'm saying? So um, I'm, I'm not interested in the reconciliation. I'm really not. Maybe not right now. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I'll change my mind. But my life is so peaceful. And I'm at a point now where I've healed so much. I've grown so much from that situation. And... um I'm not allowing anything to disrupt my peace. And if he does come back to apologize by the hook of the crook or by some miracle, it has to be genuine and it has to be authentic. It has to be rules. It has to be regulations. It has to be boundaries. It has to be self-respect. It has to be respect because I'm not tolerating no disrespect. So uh, that's where it ends, right? So the last card that I have here is the Page of Wands. It talks about being energetic, enthusiastic, talk, talks about looking towards the future, your, your adventures, the possibilities. Now you, 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 oh, this is taking chances, your new passions, looking forward to the unknown. And it says taking, taking chances, taking risks and say yes to all the opportunities and things that's coming in your life so maybe 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 there's a potential uh proposal coming on let me see i gotta go talk i'm about to go spend the rest of my evening with my honey love um it's friday so we usually hang out on fridays i'm surprised he didn't come in and, and pull me out of here uh, but again, like I said, this was an impromptu message, but I was like, I had to do this card because I needed to get this love message out. So, um, yeah, maybe, uh, I mean, I'm not rushing it. I- I'm just enjoying my partner. Um, he's not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. So it is what it is. So if, and when that time comes and he does propose, I'm ready. I'm ready. She ready. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this was my cards. I this is crazy. So past energy, present energy, um, and looking forward to the newness and the in the future. Yes. With with uh, with just being, you know, just being hopeful for new things, new adventures, life, love, liberty, freedom. Yes, I love it. Go me, go me, ew. I might put on some sexy red later, y'all. <laughs> Go back and listen to that um, podcast. That was another one. I might put on some. I have. I do have some some wine in the fridge, though. 
it's Friday. I'm going to have me a nice glass of wine. I'm about to go cuddle up on this guy. He probably sleeping on the couch. That's his favorite thing. He likes to come home from work and eat, relax, and chill. And pass out on that couch. Um, oh, just to have to say this. One of my neighbors, um, just unfortunately, uh, they found... they. I don't know, it was a big commotion going on outside and uh, they found out that she passed away in her house. She must have uh, left a pot on the stove and the pot burned and um, eventually they had to call the fire department and stuff like that. So I just want to say rest in peace to her. Don't take anything for granted, y'all. Life is too short. Life is to be lived, is to be loved, is to be, you know, experienced. Uh, please don't take any of it for granted because we wake up today, but we don't know if we're going to see see our... Um, see the end of the day or wake up to the next day you know we don't know the minute the second the hour the day we don't know so at this point live love forgive and enjoy life with that being said um wish you nothing but love and life stay blessed